Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim. Fill that out and that's it. Don't say hello because you want to say goodbye. A day in history took place this past week in New York City. What happened? The last payphone was removed from Midtown Manhattan, but it actually started back in 2015. They put out this thing called Link NYC, and these were these kiosks that they had all around the city. And they would be used for like public Wi-Fi charging ports. They had 911 buttons and some maps and screens and good things like that. But it didn't quite work the way that the city wanted it to work, meaning, and I saw this myself, in front of a kiosk, people would put like couches and then drape Um, blankets over their heads, and they'd have, like, tents there, watch movies, um, watch porn. Yeah, right there on the street. So they had to get rid of those, too. And I was also sad for Superman because now he has nowhere to change in public anymore. What are we going to do? And on that happy note, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to yet another hour of America's most trusted source about all things digital. It's the nation's largest weekend show that just happens to be about living the best digital life ever. I'm, of course, America's beloved digital goddess, Kim Commando, here with you once again. And it's my honor and pleasure to always be here on not just on a podcast, on a webcast, but you can find us on over 425 top stations from coast to coast. And of course, we're streaming in your favorite radio app. And you can find us streaming as a podcast, as a webcast, whenever you want, 24-7, whatever the mood strikes you, commercial free, over at getkim.com. And a special salute and thank you goes out to all of our listeners on the American Forces Network Radio. I love this. Over 375,000 American servicemen and women in 175 countries. And I just love this. You can hear the Kim Commando Show on 200 ships at sea. And of course, if you have a few questions about something digital, I can lend a hand to. And our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at 1-888-825-5254 is the way to join us. All right, let's get this party started with five things that you need to know about tech that's happening right now. And research out this past week that says mm, everything that you own could probably be hacked. That's right. Talking about some smart home devices from big companies. Yes, Amazon and Google. They can be hacked and then the hackers can go in there, steal your data, snoop on you, get all your banking passwords, you name it. So there's this group over in the UK called Witch, and they're the folks who sounded the alarm. They said they have eight smart home products on this list. The Amazon Echo Smart Speaker. Uh, the Google Nest Hello Video Doorbell, the Samsung Galaxy S8, Virgin Media Super Hub 2, that's a router, uh, LiveCam Baby Monitor, a Philips TV, HP Desktop Printers, and a Winmo Smart Plug. Okay, so before you sit there and go, oh, wait, Kim, I've got like four of those things on that list. What am I going to do? Okay, the Amazon Echo is from 2014, and it hasn't had any updates since 2021, so you shouldn't be using that. The Google Nest Video Doorbell, they say hackers are able to spam the device, so it's knocked offline, and so it's not recording, so then they can rob your house. The bottom line here, with all of your smart stuff, this is just the way that it works, I want you to make a note to check for updates every single month. That's right, just put a reminder in your calendar. Make it like the 15th of the month first, whatever day you want. Okay, or you can take the easy way out. And what that is, is that you sign up for the Kim Commando Show daily updates, breaking tech news. And whenever we need to tell you that you need an update, that's where it happens. So head over to commando.com slash subscribe. That's commando.com slash subscribe. And be sure that you sign up for the uh, breaking news updates. So this way we'll tell you when the vulnerabilities happen and when you need to update all your stuff. 
Okay, number two on our list is Top Gun is tops. Okay, Maverick is breaking all records at the box office. Last count I saw was over $200 million, having already passed the original 1986 film's domestic box office, which if you want to know some trivia, is about $180 million. I saw it this past week. I absolutely thoroughly loved it. Now, the reason why I bring it up is because Val Kilmer is back in the movie as Iceman. But Kilmer, as you may know, lost the ability to speak after undergoing tracheotomy in 2014 as part of his treatment for throat cancer. So in the movie, Iceman also has cancer, and he has to type some answers to Maverick on a computer screen. But Kilmer gets to say one brief line, and he can do this in the movie, thanks to technology. A company called Synantic created a voice for him. Kilmer supplied the company with hours of movies featuring his voice, also voices of his kids, and then they used that to deep fake his real voice using some really sophisticated algorithms. And that's the part of technology that I love the best, okay? When tech can make a positive difference on an emotional level, then and only then do we really have a true breakthrough. All right, number three on our list is ring-a-ling-a-ling for a little privacy issues. You may have heard a British judge ruled that a ring video doorbell violates the privacies of others. Now, I'm not an attorney and I don't play one on the Internet, but I can assure you that here in the United States, such a ruling would be openly ridiculed and quickly reversed. See, the U.S. law has long held that anyone can photograph or video anyone or anything that's happening out in public view where there can be, this is the important part, no reasonable expectation of privacy. So if someone's passing by your door, they get recorded by your video doorbell, they can't sit there and say, hey, you just violated my privacy. Okay. How about when someone actually comes to your door or your neighbors across the street just wandering around in their own yard? There again, neither has any reasonable expectation of privacy. So don't give these silly claims a second thought with all the increasing police shortages and response times. And on another note, if you do have a ring video doorbell, they quietly raise their prices without telling anyone. Yes, it's not like they came in and said, just want to let you know we're going to be raising your price. Uh, the plan's going up starting July, $4 a month. Uh, $40 a year, it was $3 a month or $30 a year. So you might want to check that subscription. All right, number four on our list is forget getting a puppy to learn how to be a parent. That's right. Thanks to the metaverse, the virtual world where you go by strapping on VR goggles, parents can be parents without worrying about hurting the baby. That's right. You're going to have virtual kiddos to play with, to cuddle you, to cuddle with, even look like you that would be commonplace. They say in 50 years. That's what an artificial intelligence expert has said, and she's also claiming that it's going to help combat the overpopulation of our planet. So you can give your VR child any special skills that you want. You can make them look like anything that they want. It sounds weird, but, you know, think of the upside. No more sleepless nights with an infant. Ah, I still remember. I still get up at 4 o'clock in the morning because of that. Uh, if your teenager mouths off to you, you can make him stop speaking for a month. If you wanted to, just give them that command. No worrying about what they're doing, where they're going, because it's all in a computer simulation. And sounds strange. Could it really happen? I'd love to hear your thoughts about this. Either call the show or drop me a line over at the website. That's, of course, commando.com. In the top right-hand corner, there's a link that says email Kim, or you can put it out at twitter.com slash Kim Commando, facebook.com slash Kim Commando. And uh, in other news, Johnny Depp trial. I don't know if you saw that this past week. 
News from the courtroom. Amber Heard confessed to having a child with Charlie Sheen. That's right. The child went to live with his father and took his name. So both parents agree that the child should be Sheen and not Heard. All right, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. I promise they get better. They will, they get, will get better. All right, number five. What could possibly go wrong here? Okay, we have to go back in time. Okay, do you remember about the Mayflower, right? The Mayflower ship brought the pilgrims from England to the New World. Remember the year? I had to look it up. 1620 was the year. Ten weeks at sea. It was rough. And 102 passengers, a crew of about 30, they dropped anchor near Cape Cod, Massachusetts. So, what does this have anything to do with the Kim Commando Show? I'm glad that you asked, okay? Now there's the Mayflower Autonomous Ship. Of course, it's tech, so it's mass for short. And it's set to retrace its trying to that historical voyage from Plymouth in the UK to not Cape Cod. They want to go to Washington, D.C. But things have not exactly been going so well for this self-driving ship. That's right. There are no humans on board. It's just a ship with computers. That's it. So the first attempt last year, well, only three days into the trip, the mass broke down. And in April of this year, the team sent the Mayflower back out to sea, and it broke down again. And then they fixed it. And then a week later, guess what? It broke down again at sea. Now, here's the really cool part. is on board, there's a bunch of camera sensors, computers. It's all running algorithms and control software. And when it fails, the Mayflower, the autonomous ship, there's no human on board to fix it. So the engineers have to actually go out and pick it up and then drag it back or put it on a cargo ship. So it's now on its way to Nova Scotia because it has electrical issues. Yes, another problem. Um, if, you, if you have something to write this down, uh, or I'll tell you what, I'll put it out on Twitter and I'll put it on our site. But you can see the boat's dashboard. And if you want to see something really cool, just go to mas400.com. That's mas400.com. IBM, IBM's behind all this with a couple of other groups. So, he's, so you might see a lot of IBM logos there. It's mas400.com. It's pretty neat, especially especially the webcams that shows you where exactly the ship is going, what it's saying. And you know the old saying, if April showers bring Mayflowers, what do Mayflowers bring? Pilgrims. Oh, I'll see myself out, I promise. All right. Did you read about the Arizona real estate agent who found the home that she lived in was actually listed for sale? That's right. The problem was, well, she wasn't selling her home. She was the victim of home title fraud. It's a devastating crime that's happening all across the country. Now, according to the experts at Home Title Lock, the crime is incredibly profitable and hard to detect. An identity thief simply creates a fake title transfer for your home and then refiles as the new owner. And they can take out loans on your home. They can even sell it. Typical identity theft services don't cover you. Neither does homeowners insurance. But Home Title Lock does. Home Title Lock puts this barrier around your home's title. The instant that they detect tampering with your home's title, they mobilize to just completely shut it down. So here's what I need you to do. Head over to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim. And maybe you don't even know it. And when you sign up at HomeTitleLock.com to protect your home, don't forget to let them know that 
I sent you. That's right, Kim Commando. That's HomeTitleLock.com. Once again, HomeTitleLock.com. All right, coming up in just a few moments, ah, uh, it happens, right? You get that USB cord and you're like, okay, oh man, it doesn't go that way, it doesn't go this way. How the heck does it get in there? I have an insider secret to make sure that you always put it in the right way. And in our digital privacy tip this hour, an essential privacy fix, how you can remove yourself from all these creepy people search sites. And of course, we have all of your phone calls here on this Coast to Coast broadcast of the Kim Commando Show. Hey, our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 is the way to join us. And if you're incredibly shy, but you still have a question, you don't want to, I don't know, sit in front of 6.3 million people listening to you on a radio show, you can always email me that. And I'm going to answer it in our tips of the day or on our website. Just head over to commando.com. That's K-O-M-A-N-D-O.com, of course. And in the right-hand corner, there's a link that says email Kim, and that's where the magic happens. All right, coming up in just a few moments, and in insider secret to putting the USB drive in the right way the first time. You're never going to put it in the wrong way again once I tell you the insider secret. And how about we start uh, this hour of the Kim Commando Show with Katrina in Washington, Iowa. Washington, Iowa. Hello there, Katrina. Hi, Kim. How are you today? I'm fantastic. Thanks so much for your call. What's going on? So I called you a few months ago with our, our one problem of migrating photos over, and we got that taken care of. I'm the director for a not-for-profit hospice here in southeast Iowa, and we've built a brand-new building, and we have a beautiful conference room that I've got two Samsung 70-inch TVs on our east and west walls so we can put our Zoom and presentations up on a large platform. But what I failed to kind of have organized is a speaker system or a microphone system. So when I have a person on Zoom and they're on the computer that's over on the one desk, they can't hear us. We can hear them because they're coming through the TV speakers. So I need some examples of a good microphone that we can use in this conference room so that way our individuals on the Zoom meetings can hear us. Huh. Yes, because we always want them to hear you and vice versa, yeah. right? Um, yes. Do you know, have you ever heard, I mean, you probably have, do you know who Dave Ramsey is? Yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I was on a Zoom call with Dave, oh, I don't know, probably about three weeks ago now. And, mm-hmm. um, and we were just like, you know, kind of catching up and stuff like that. Nothing major. And so he is in this big conference room. Okay. And he's got a couple of his folks there. And then up in the corner, I saw something that said owl. Okay. And then, I mean, I've read about this. And the last time I saw it was probably about four or five years ago. And when Dave was talking, the camera would focus in on him. If Brian said something, the camera would move and it would go over to Brian. And if both mm-hmm. of them were talking, the camera would see both of them. Okay. And... It's, a, it's one of these products. I think it was a Kickstarter project that many, many years ago. And it's a, a really innovative solution if you have a large conference room, which you said, what is the dimensions? What is it like? Is it huge, huge? Is it 10 by 15 or... I would say probably 10, 
if I recall correctly, 25 by oh, wow. um, 20. Um, yeah, because we want to be able to have educational opportunities for dementia training or what is end sure. of life, hospice versus palliative care, that type of thing. And we, we meet in there weekly with our sure. interdisciplinary team and, and sit in a nice circle. But if we have somebody on Zoom, it's like, okay, right. how, how do they hear us? Well, and see, and that's what's really cool about this. It's it's called it, it provides 360 degree video and 1080p, and it also does 360 degree audio. Okay, and so Perfect. so it goes from per and I, I you know and seeing it in action again because I hadn't seen it in action for years. And then I was just really amazed. And then I was kind of like, I, I think I even said to Dave, I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. I know I'm supposed to be like the digital goddess and I don't have this, right? Okay. And I feel like, I feel like a Joe loser now because I don't have it. Okay. Yep. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to send you a link to it. And then did, are, did I make a donation to your, your, your nonprofit I did, didn't I? No, no, not not yet. You gave me a fanny pack, which oh, I have hung okay. in my office because I was on your, you know, I, I did the, the game and that. And so I proudly wear that around, which, you know again, what? all I, my staff make fun of me. <laughs> oh, well, that, well, you know what? I, you know what? Be sure that I have your information because I did get, make a donation not too long ago for, I, it wasn't a hospice. I, I don't remember who it was. Um, but I'd like to make sure that I, you know, I contribute to your efforts and what you're doing with dementia. And I'm going to put a link uh, to this over. For everybody at commando.com and the commando community to the OWL Meeting Pro. And then, Katrina, we'll send you one directly. Um, you know, in Phoenix, Arizona, I will tell you that there, that hospice just put out, or just built, and they just opened a beautiful dementia center in uh, in central Phoenix. And if you need any contacts for over there, they were tremendous help when my mother passed away. And so uh, I can certainly put you in contact with them if you have trouble. But you might want to see what they're doing there, too, just to, as a collaboration. Katrina, thank you so much for your call. You want to stay right where you are, because if you're tired of being inside people search sites, I have the solution for you. You don't want to miss that. And of course, we have more of your great phone calls. All right, a couple of things I want to pass along before we go back to all of your fantastic phone calls. Let's talk about the USB cable. Okay. You know, it should be a no-brainer, but why do we get it wrong so often as far as which is the right way? Here is the insider secret. Grab any USB cable sitting around your house and look at the symbol. Now, that's just not some tech company's logo or some decoration. That tells you which way is up. So the symbol will point up if you're plugging it horizontally, say, in your laptop or whatever it may be. Now, if you're plugging it in vertically, say, on your desktop, the USB symbol will actually face you. That's right. Okay, so it's, it's up. If you're plugging it horizontally, vertically, it's going to face you. So, but what's the difference between USA and USB? Anybody? Anybody? One connects to your devices and accesses all your data. The other one is just a hardware standard. Yes. All right. Uh, let's see. Moments away from our digital privacy tip. Let me tell you, this one is simply amazing because I don't know if you know this, but over at the site, we've been doing Opt-Out Tuesday. Well, I'll tell you more about that in just a moment. How about we talk to uh, Ron in Hartford, Connecticut right now? And you're here. Hi there, Ron. Hi, Kim. How are you? Thank you for I'm, taking my call. You betcha. What's going on in Hartford? 
Well, we just moved into a new house, and the builder ran Cat 6 cables to all the rooms down into a, a low-voltage electrical box in the basement. Now, I'm reluctant. In my typical configuration, I would put the modem and then a uh, Wi-Fi for the firewall and then a switch to handle the more sure. than three or four or five outlets on the back of the Wi-Fi. To maximize the, uh, the range of the Wi-Fi, I wanted to put that on the first floor, but I was concerned about having a router going directly into the switch and feeding the Internet to uh, Ethernet to each of the uh, rooms in the house. So I was looking for a solution. Do I have to put a uh, router in between the uh, modem and the switch in order to get a firewall protection? Do you have, do you have an actual schematic of all this? Uh, no, but I can. It's all in your one. head. Basically, it's all in your head. Okay. Yeah. Well, the builder never gave me anything, but well, just think about each of the rooms in the house having uh, separate Ethernet right. cables. Well, which is terminating yeah, in the basement. Which is which is fantastic because I'm building a house right now, and it's. I think I have. 160 miles of Cat 6 cable in the house. I mean, if I could put a cat, if I could drop a Cat 6 cable in that room, I was just going to do it. I said, you know what? Because cable's cheap, you know, as far as when you're when the when you don't have to open up the walls, right? <laughs> okay, the cable exactly. is cheap. In so, house. Yes, and I knew how she'd do that. Um, you know, what you want to do it, what with this size house? How is it? Is it over 2,500 square feet? It's about that twenty five, twenty seven. Okay. Uh, okay. We're retired now, so it's just three of us in the house, and smaller than the, what we moved from. And so, um, who is? Are you using a mesh network? No, it was uh, just a uh, an antenna network, uh, antenna uh, router. Okay, but that's right. what I was wondering if I should put a mesh system in. Yes, yes, absolutely, put a mesh system in, um, because. What, do you know? Do you know how mesh works? Yeah, it's repeating the MAC address, it, I believe, exactly. right to all right. the different ports. Yeah. Right. So, so if you're, so if you have a mesh network and you're in the kitchen, and you need to get internet access to the den next to it, is that it's going to use your phone in the kitchen or the repeater or whatever it is to get it into the den, and so we don't have to put up all these repeaters all around the house anymore. And so what you do is you put the the mesh device right after the modem and then you're going to connect the second port on the primary mesh to the switch that's located in the basement but then you have to talk about some cables and then where where do we put the switch to the basement and some other things but basically what you're going to do is have two wireless access points and still have everything behind a firewall which is that's the ultimate solution so this gets kind of techy but i wanted to make sure that i could help you out so what i'd like to do is to let's take this off the air and let's okay. talk about a configuration. And that's where I wanted to see if you had kind of a schematic because that would help me out. And then we can we can help you directly inside the Commando community. So if you go to commando.com slash community, there's a Q&A forum on the left-hand side. And that's where you can upload pictures and we can, you know, recommend products and all kinds of good things like that. Because I want to make sure that we are totally maximizing the Wi-Fi in this house with the right products. And the only real way to do this is to actually look at the network and see what you have. Now, in the Q&A forums, and I actually consulted with our IT genius, John, about this, by the way, is that uh, John and Jeremy 
as well as myself and some others, that we can help, you know, we all talk about the solutions together. So anytime you have, you know, something fairly detailed, something that is very specific, I want you to make sure that you use these resources. It's there for you. You go to commando.com slash community. And there again, you have the Q&A forum over on the left-hand side. And that's where the button is, by the way. And you can um, you can post your questions there. And again, you have advice that you can trust, that you, you know, simply you just can't get that through Google or anywhere else. And so again, that's commando.com slash community. And Ron, we're going to give you a complimentary account uh, so that this way we can help you doing that. So if we could make a note that Amber uh, can send out to John all the details, or pardon me, Ron, all the details that he needs to access the community. And then for everybody else, the Commando community is just a few bucks a month, and it's definitely worth the few bucks a month. I mean, seriously. You get the show, podcast, webcast, and answers to your tech questions from, again, people who you know, people who you trust. It's me, John, and Jeremy, and as well as some other really good qualified folks. All right. Can you re- re- can you remove yourself from all of these really creepy people's search sites? Well, you can. But there are so many. There's, oh, I don't know, last count, I think we had 45 different people's search sites. And so a couple of weeks ago, we started something. And I don't think we actually told you guys and gals about it. And that's our fault, is that every Tuesday over at commando.com, we have called it Opt Out Tuesday. We want to help you protect your privacy and security. And on Opt Out Tuesday, every Tuesday, you find a different people's search site for you to opt out. Because these people's search sites, they collect and they sell your personal information. It's your name, your address, your birthday, your gender, your marital status, family members, social media profiles, education level, your property records, financial records, phone number, police records, employment information. They scrape all these databases and then uh, they get into court records and forums and you know anywhere that they can see and get anything about you. The problem is that all this information out there about you it makes it really easy for somebody to scam you. And so opt out Tuesdays. Now, we've already done a few of these people's search sites. Uh, like, for example, we have the step-by-step instructions. And by the way, let me tell you something. We did the hard work for you. Okay. It's not easy to find out how to opt out of these people's search sites. So we've done it for you. Uh, you can find right now how to opt out of Been Verified, People Finders, and U.S. Search. I'm not going to say which one of these uh, search sites said it, but I think it was Been Verified where they're like, hey, what are you doing this for? So again, every Tuesday, opt out Tuesday, and hit commando.com right now. And under a link under uh, Kim's show, we're going to give you some other places that uh, you can find this information. But again, you'll find the step-by-step instructions right now to remove your from Bin Verified, People Finders, and U.S. Search. And just remember, every Tuesday going forward at commando.com, there's a new link, a new People Search site that we're going to tell you exactly how to remove all your personal details. And do us a huge favor, okay? Make sure that you tell all your family members and friends and spread the word on social media for us. All right, still to come this hour, we have, of course, more of your phone calls. We're going to talk about uh, a really big tip, how to get the cheapest airfare and something that I bet you never thought about. Your home needs its own email address. Yeah, I'm going to tell you that more. So stay right where you are here with Kim Commando today. Mm -hmm. 
Hey, just a quick reminder is that you can get Kim Commando today. That's our podcast. That's what I was just talking about. Uh, Monday through Friday. That's right. 30 minutes sit down with me and you're going to be up to date and some great calls and news and good stuff like that. And of course, on Fridays, we have something different. It's called Tech Refresh, but that's sent out to Kim Commando today subscribers. So wherever you get your podcast, make sure that you sign up for Kim Commando today with a K, of course. All right. Before we go back to your phone calls, um, your home needs its own email address. Let me tell you about me. Let's talk about me for just a second. In the last six months, I sold the house, the home that we had lived in for over 17 years. Uh, I bought a temporary home that is going to we are living in until our new home that we're building is ready for us to move in later this fall. Okay, so I have three homes. I have all this information that's being sent. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, all the utility bills, the inspection reports, um, cable, streaming, mail, uh, insurance purposes, if there's a mortgage, I mean, all kinds of stuff like that. So that's when I said, you know what, everybody, every each one of these homes, they need their own email address. And so we, everything gets sent into that. And then you can also use your home email address to set up its own Pinterest account for remodeling inspiration. So the simplest way is to use Gmail. Here, just use the plus sign trick for an instant free email address. What you do is just add the plus sign in the word home, one, two, or three, whatever you want to call it, before the at sign in your current Gmail address. And messages will come right to you. Then you can make an email filter that puts your home's email into one separate mailbox. And then you can round up all the emails already in your inbox and forward them to the new address. And then you have all the contacts in one place. And then any new email for your home will go directly into that mailbox too. Now, if you're wondering like, wow, that was so cool, Kim Commando. I don't know what you just said how to do that. Well, it, this topic just happens to be my USA Today column this week. And so you can read it at, over at usatoday.com and get the steps about a day, about 10 days from now. Or you can just hit commando.com right now and you'll find it over at komando.com. All right. Let's see. Hank in Atlanta, Georgia. Hello there, Hank. Hey, Kim. It is so nice to talk to you. Oh, I'll tell you. you, I've been listening to you for so long that your voice is really to me is that of any of my children. Oh, you're so, you, know what's, you know what's so funny, Hank, is that because I'm on radio is that I'll be at a store or something. And I'll be talking to a clerk, and she'll look at me, she goes, I know that voice. I know that voice. You know, yeah. then it's funny. Yeah. Well, uh, I'll tell you what my little challenge is. I okay. have a laptop, and when I bought the laptop, I bought a small hard drive. And I figure I'd be smart about backing it up by only backing up my documents, my PDS, my music, my uh, photographs, my spreadsheets. But what happened over time is that I wasn't consistent with it. I backed up mm. some stuff to the hard drive. I backed up to the laptop. So my two questions for you are, how do I recombine that, number one? And number two, I, want, I bought a three-terabyte external drive, and I want to back up everything to that as an image. I remember Northern Utilities used to have something like that. Yeah. I'm not interested in recovering specific documents. This is a case of a... Uh, catastrophe, failure, yeah. uh, ransomware, virus, whatever. Fire, theft, flood, right? I mean, then you know, yeah. the thing about hard drives is that it's still a drive, right, Hank? I mean, it's susceptible to failure in and of itself. And so, and yes. you're right, you know, years ago we used to do mirroring and then we would image the drive and then uh, maybe, you know, back it up to something else. But, you know, those days thankfully are long gone because what you do is now, 
you sign up for a service. It costs you a few bucks a month, okay? And you set a schedule, and you tell the service, I want you to monitor. You could have it monitor the entire drive. You could have it monitor just your particular folder on there, like Hank's stuff, and under there you got all your photos and everything like that. Uh, and so you pick and choose the folders that you want the, the service to modify, and or pardon me, to, to back up. And then whenever you modify something, it automatically gets backed up for you. Okay, So you're not sitting there trying to remember, and then you don't have all these different versions, like you just found out, of stuff, right? Saying, I did it, but I don't know if it's here, and I don't know if it's there, I don't know where the heck everything's going on. And so the easiest way to do this is we're going to, you know, you can, you know, you can back up to an external hard drive. A lot of people still like that. I, you know, I don't. I back up everything right into the cloud. And because you don't have to worry about this consistency thing anymore. And so, again, all you do is you're going to you're going to sign up, you know, use iDrive. They've been, a, I don't know, a sponsor of our show for many, many years. And iDrive.com, if you use promo code Kim, you're going to get like 90% off the first year. It's an incredible deal. And then you just... Follow the step-by-step instructions on the screen to back up. You can back up, like you said, you have those two distinct backups. You can back up both of those up in the cloud. And then once it's up in the cloud, that's when you can start organizing things and saying, oh, I already got this. I don't need this. You can remove it. Don't back up this anymore. And in addition to that, anything that you back up is available to you from any device. And so you're not limited to a backup because the drive's sitting there in your house anymore. I mean, if you're... I know you're in Atlanta, but if you happen to go to New York or L.A. or or Augusta or wherever it may be, is that you can still have access to everything that you backed up, which is really handy, by the way. Like, say, for example, if you're on the road, you're doing a sales presentation and you forgot the PowerPoint. Well, if it's backed up to the cloud, you can just download it from wherever the road leads. And so you can see there's a there's a there are so many advantages to this that we have, you know, we have moved past the whole Thank God, Norton Utilities days, because they were a nightmare for everybody. So if you're not already backing up to the cloud as you're, and you're just saying, hey, you know, I need to do that too, uh, make sure that you go to iDrive.com and you want to use promo code KIM because you're going to save, like I mentioned, uh, 90% off the first year. Hank, thank you so much for your kind words. I appreciate you getting through. Coming right back, how to get the cheapest airfare. Yeah, I know the secrets and you will too if you continue listening to Kim Commando right here. Okay, it's almost vacation time, right? Or maybe you have everything already set, and maybe it's a good time for you to check to see if maybe you can save some money on that airfare. But you need a strategy to getting the cheapest airfare. I mean, how much you pay is directly related to, seriously, how much work you're willing to put into it before you book the trip. So here's what I do. You start your airline search at Google Flights. It's simple to use. You can select from just a ton of options, such as the number of stops. I always like to sort by duration how long the whole trip's going to take. And here's a few secrets. I want you to make sure that you select track prices. You'll automatically get email when the price drops. Now, there's also a price graph. You can see the flight's cost in days into the future. It's super handy if your travel dates are flexible. Uh, you also want to do the same thing at Skyscanner and Kayak. And then your final stop should be at the airline's website. Use your reward points, but look for stopover opportunities. Hawaiian Airlines, for example, gives you a free stopover in Honolulu on each leg, so you get to see that city, too. Stay right where you are. We have another jam-packed hour coming up here on the West Star Multimedia Network. You got me. It's Kim Commando today, and I'm here with you. Just the facts and tips you need to thrive in our digital world. 
or as I like to say, to live the best digital life ever. 